Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. All right. It's not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. It's Thanksgiving 2023 that this episode drops. Now, let me just describe to you, first of all, that I just worked for five and a half hours in the kitchen uh, getting uh, my portion of the Thanksgiving feast at Charity Scam Mike's house done my god what a boss i am everything i touch turns to gold in the kitchen always 20 count them 20 pounds of mashed potatoes uh another 20 pounds of sweet potatoes gravy done for the first time i had to toast flour which sounds weird but Okay, the required amount goes in a frying pan, and then you just don't stop stirring it while it's somewhere between medium and low on the heat in this gigantic cast iron that I have, and it takes forever, but it's worth it. You're constantly moving the flour with like a whisk, and slowly but surely, it starts to toast, and you can see it changing color subtly, and it starts to smell differently. You know, like what? It smells like toasted flour, I guess. Anyway, that was key to making my gravy. And I'm just happy because I crushed it. I absolutely crushed it. I can, I should have been a chef. There's still time. You never know. Easy's food truck. That's what uh, Jackie keeps saying to me. Dad, you gotta get a food truck. And then I'm like, you know, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Because I see how much time and energy goes into running any type of food service at uh, at Bosco's. And Doug's like, God damn it. Uh, you know, these 12-hour days every day. I'm like, fuck it, man. I'll just work in the kitchen and, and make French fries. That's what I'm going to do. Hell yes. But anyway, best wishes to you and yours on Thanksgiving. I did speak with my dad on the back half of the day today. And uh, Joanne and him are doing okay. Uh, I'll keep you posted.
All right. So anyway, I got a bunch of material here on the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. Um, if you could follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and then all one word search Eric Zane live and follow me there because that's where I, I am live every morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And you can get the whole show as it happens. Run it through your Bluetooth while you're driving to work, whatever. Okay. The audio podcast appears shortly after I finish that. Wherever you download shows, if that's what you want, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Throw me a review if you like. I would like that very much. I always like to say, give me five stars. But, I, you know, I kind of think I have to earn that. I kind of think I have to be not shitty. But uh, anyway, uh, take care of the review. And uh, there you go. And, of course, Patreon, where I have a ton more material if you just need more. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do shows with Ben Glaze. Uh, we do uh, review shows, listening to uh Freebird Howling show and criticizing and basically giving them an air check. Oh, you guys need an air check. So that's what we do. A uh, ton of material I post every single day on Patreon. And you can try it out for free. That's right. Seven days free. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane and try it for seven days free. Okay, here we go. It's not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Father of mine. Oh, my gosh. Tell me, where have you been? Tough time to bring in. You no, know, I just close my eyes. My beloved. Disappear. Father. Father of mine. My Take dad. Me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your gold boy. Hi, Dad. What's How you doing? I'm doing well. What's cracking with you? Nothing. I'm just resting in my orbs. You say you're resting in your orbs? Yeah. What is that? What is that? Well, I can close my eyes, and that's the orbs. Oh, okay, and, uh, okay. They're resting. <laughs> I guess I wasn't familiar with your uh, with your reference, but anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm studying new new uh, stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Dad. Just what, Dad, since the last time we spoke, uh, what's been the big thing that's happened in your in your world? Is there anything at all that that you can report from your neck of the woods? Nothing really. It just smells like crazy, and I keep shoveling it and mm-hmm. cleaning it and blowing it. Dead. And then uh, uh-huh. I'm starting a project. I'm trying to make a lot of picture frames for a lot of pictures I've got. Okay. So nothing exciting, you know, and it's cold. Dad, uh, do you ever get bored? Of course. What do we you do? We sit around the house so long. Yeah. We can't walk because it's too damn cold. Uh, so Joanna is kind of trapped in the house. I'm yeah. trapped in the house. You should like pick uh, up a new activity. You know, old folks do things like play checkers and stuff like that. I hate that stuff. You remember when we used to play backgammon? Yeah, well, Joanna and I used to do that, and we got a backgammon set. Why did we but, quit? Uh, That's a, I, I, I think I forgot how to play. I'm going to have to look at the rules again. Well, I I'm, I'm probably forgot about the setting of it. I yeah. said the, the little, yeah, call it. The yeah, dice. it's an underrated game, and I think I need to. I think we need to bring back backgammon. Well, yeah, you got to get some people involved. Yeah, I know, you know it. Did you ever learn to play chess? Yeah, but that chess is uh, silly because <laughs> you just go from one end to the other, and then what do you do after that? I don't no, remember. No, how. it's a. Oh. That, maybe you're thinking of checkers. Chess is a, is a strategy game. 
Oh, chess. I know the chess. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play it. Um, all right. What about cribbage? Mm, not my cup of tea. Okay. Now, I've never played the damn game. I don't know how, but no. Diana played it with her father, and she swears that that is an awesome game. Probably so. I don't even know what the details are. Dad, Dad what, uh, what uh, sports did you play when you were in the old country? Soccer. Okay. Soccer was my life. Were you a uh, uh, midfield, uh, forward, or defense? I played defense and forward. Did you ever get in a fist fight during a soccer game? The what? Did you ever get in a fist fight during a soccer game? No, no. If you're in Iran I, I, and you get in a fist fight, do they, like, cut your hands off? No, no. <laughs> I had a trick, though. I, I used to have a safety pin to my shorts. Yeah. And uh, I'd kind of crack it down and so the pin is showing. Yeah. And if I'm chasing somebody and having a problem catching up with them, I catch up and I stick the pin in his butt, yeah. you know, in his butt cheeks. I, wait, and really? And reaches and he loses his control and I take the ball and go. <laughs> so you would you would stab the player with the pin? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know what hit him. So didn't he think? Well, I didn't. Wouldn't he able to put two and two together that somebody did that to him? Oh yeah, I never got <laughs> caught at it as a penalty. You just say I don't know, and then you, what do you do? Just drop the pin? Oh, I didn't say nothing. I just hit him and I just got the ball and passed him. <laughs> Joanne, have you ever heard this story about the uh, the stabbing with a safety pin? Oh. <laughs> Boy, you got all sorts of tricks, Dad. Oh, yeah. yeah occasionally, we trip the guy, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. Of course, we got penalized. So, <laughs> what'd you answer? Yeah, she said she has no safety pins in this house. Yeah, yeah don't do not do that, Dad. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you were over there, this is like the 1940s and 50s, right? Yeah, okay. for the 50s. Well, did you, okay, so did you um, hear about sports in the U.S., about baseball and football and uh, and basketball? No. You didn't even know they existed? I didn't know anything about it. Wow. I used to listen to radio. That's the only form of uh, right. uh, entertainment we used to have. And uh, soccer was not even heard of it in America at that right, time. Right, right. And then and likewise, when you're in Iran, they don't talk about these uh, those sports in no. in America. I get that. Um, but That's when, right. There's when you, nothing. When the you, only thing we had was a radio. So you don't even know that baseball, football, and basketball and hockey are even a thing. We you, didn't know a th- yes. I didn't know a thing about them. You show up to the U.S. Gordy Howe is playing at Olympia Stadium with Ted yes. Lindsay, and how yes. how do you get uh, acclimated to hockey of all things? I mean, my gosh, that's a were you, were you exposed to it? I mean, tell me what your first memories of hockey were, Dad. The first memories of that was like about uh, maybe thirty years ago. Thir- Wait a minute! It had to be more than that. Thirty that years I got ago, then you know, watching it. Joanne is saying my uncle, but I don't remember my uncle. Uh huh. Yeah, a long time ago. So I don't know what I don't know how it manifested that I did that, but I started liking uh-huh. it when I got involved about. 30, 35, 40 years ago, maybe. What is it called when a player scores three goals? Oh, I forget. Hat trick. Yes! 
<laughs> okay, in baseball, in baseball, the shortstop uh, picks up the ball and throws it to second. The, the fielder, the second baseman, touches second before the runner gets there, and then he yeah. throws it to first, and the fielder catches the ball before the second runner gets there. What's that called? Double play. Yes! See, you've got this down. Well, I, know that. I know that stuff. All right, Dad, I mean, let's... I've uh, watched enough, uh, <laughs> enough of that sport that I, I know him, and I like him. You know? Yeah. If you had to choose uh, between hockey... Football, baseball, basketball. What are you watching? Soccer. <laughs> I, I, I can't be uh, yeah. involved in those things unless um, I was growing up with it. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> you ready for questions? Yes, I am. All right, Dad, here we go. Dear Meathead, I'm having a problem. My wife says I need to have a talk with my son about the birds and the bees. I don't want to do it. She says she is going to ask him today if I had done it. And if I haven't, she said she's going to do it. Please help me. I want to avoid talking with my son about making babies and other things that adolescent boys do, if you know what I mean. Okay. You want an answer? He said he wants some help, Dad. It's really foolish to think about it that it's a serious matter that you should talk to your children about sex, mm. children, and all the data that go with it because I didn't talk to you guys about this. No, you did not. You grew up, you just learned it on your own, communicating with your buddies and friends, you yeah. got together and talked about it. You already knew these things. I remember when I approached Michael. Yeah. And midway in going through this, he says, Dad, I know all about that. <laughs> so you were and like... That's true. So you were like probably relieved that you were let off the hook, right? Well, I, I was relaxed with it. Yeah. I was appreciating the fact that I didn't have to talk oh, about it. Because yeah. I don't really think people know, adults know, what, how to talk about the subject to the kids. Yeah. It, uh, you really cannot use the words that you want to use because we feel that it's, I felt like it's gross for me to tell them these things. Yeah, of course, of course. So I think you ought to leave the kids alone and use the word sex mm. and let it go at that. Okay. Um, so you already know about that. Now, um, back in the day, was it my mom who pressured you into that, into talking to Michael, or did you do it on your own? Uh, I think I had help. Oh yeah, you were you were urged into it by my mom, strong arming you. I think so, but then again, that was the most foolish thing I ever did because <laughs> he already knew these things. So when it came time to Paul, you didn't you didn't say anything to Paul? Or, no, because Paul and I fell out of. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was tough. You know, great yeah, you guys wanted a fist fight most of the time. Well, uh, no, I just we just didn't have the care that we right, should have had. Right. All right, Dad. Well, uh, I don't know how, how Joanne feels about any of this. Joanne, do you think that the parents should do it or they should just leave it up to the street? Uh, not the street, but I think nowadays they teach them an awful lot in school. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you tell a child what they're... 
questions and the child will tell you what they want to know. Oh, my gosh. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, I absolutely did. I absolutely did. I heard her okay. loud and clear. Okay. All right, Dad, next topic. Uh, it was just announced. He just announced. Gentleman by the name of Bernie Sanders is running for president. Are you aware yeah, of, of who? Uh, what? I'm sorry, what? I just heard about it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like a 75-year-old guy. He's a Democrat. Uh, I ask you and Joanne both, are you going to vote for uh, Bernie Sanders in the next election, Dan? I really don't think so, because number one, we need a younger person. I don't like a 75 and 80-year-old person as a president, because his life is pretty much limited already. Well, And if he's going to run for eight years of that, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, He has good ideas, as far as that goes, but... Uh, his age is in his way. Now, Trump is 71. Well, he wasn't 71 when he started. So, well, okay. maybe 69 or All right. something well, like that. But then again, he's a very youthful person. So if you, so, to, to you, age is a problem. You're, you're afraid maybe the, the guy might, uh, I mean, go senile. Yeah, he should or, die. Should something happen? Uh, his ideas are a little antiquated. Okay. Uh, so, no, I, I need I need a fifty year old uh, yeah. man that doesn't have the experience, obviously, but uh, he can yeah go towards that experience. Yeah, Dad. What if it's like a a, a a person who has all the right ideas that you like, and they're about fifty, but they are uh, this person is a lady. What are you gonna? What do you think about that? I really have no qualms about uh, lady president. Right. We, we we're having right now in the state of Michigan a lady governor. Okay. All so, right. So, uh, and I'm sure she's got good ideas and all that. Uh, this this thing of uh, sexual type of ideas sex yeah. mm-hmm. should not come in a picture, female or versing a male. All right, if you had to choose... Uh, female can be authoritative as well. I think our leaders should be having much greater authority to force the issues that's coming up instead of, oh, my right. God, having to go, go to court. Yeah. And, uh, no. Uh, the female uh, what if... person for a president or a governor... <laughs> It's a good thing, as far as I'm concerned. What they if, have good ideas. Yeah. What if you had to choose between two people who both had good ideas, they're both ladies, and one was really, really pretty, and the other one was gross? I mean, like 500 pounds uh, with, like, snots coming out of her nose. What do you, I mean, what would you do? But they're both, I mean, they're both nearly identical in, in the things that you believe in. What would you do? I'd be prejudiced. And I tell you, I'll take the thin one. <laughs> you know, no, I think uh, uh, 400 uh, two-ton Tessie uh, as a president or a governor, yeah, uh-huh. I, I would not like that. No, you know, I think that that honesty is true, and I would, uh, I think I would do the same thing because I would have a problem with the person not being able to take care of themselves. That's right, and then uh, their terms may just uh, yeah. disintegrate because of their sicknesses and all that from the weight. Yeah. So no, I want someone good, in good shape, good health. All right, Dad. And, how about uh, this one? There was a uh, a famous celebrity. I, I'm sure you don't know him because I didn't even know the guy's name, but his name's Jesse Smollett. 
he he recently staged a racist attack on himself in chicago and he blamed white guys that didn't exist just to and and we still don't know why he did it and uh in fact it's not even proven that he did do this but the police think he did it uh in fact if he orchestrated the whole thing what should happen to this dude you're telling me that he demonstrated a racist yeah well what he did was he was he he uh he uh fabricated a well police say he fabricated a story about two white guys who were uh trump supporters attacking the black guy he's a, he's a black guy and yeah. uh, it turns out that the whole thing's coming unraveled now and it didn't happen at all like that we don't know why the jackass did that but the police say he did well uh he's definitely trying to uh, get trump to lose uh, credibility uh, if this is what he did, which I don't know, I, the first time I heard this, right? Uh, then uh, why why would we even pay attention to this idiot? Well, if police find out that he did this, this is a big problem. This is a this is a felony felony, and uh, he did something that was felonious. Yeah, because he he called the cops and said I was beaten up by white people when in in fact the cops have sniffed it out and said, ah, we don't think that's what happened to you. He needs to get his ass in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's what... Definitely. It, I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, the black and whites, I mean, we are creating a lot of problems. The whites and the blacks both are creating problems. They're, they're really trying to put a separation between blacks and whites. I love black people. I love white people. As long as they're doing a proper thing, as long as they respect me, or my opinion hey they're my friends um dad you grew up or not grew up but you were in detroit in when the when in 1967 when the riots took place can you tell me what you remember of that because that was a scary scary time i was in my vehicle driving i don't remember whether i was coming home i was coming home uh left my job and because i was worried about my family yeah yeah and uh and then they're, they're talking i had the radio on they were talking about what's going on and i started, uh, started looking around and that was an area that was not involved in this situation but i had the fear of god in me that a bullet's going to come through and get me yeah, and that was real. They were like pulling people out of cars and beating the hell out of them and yes. burning. I mean, this was a this was a, a this. I was a, fearful. I mean, I was feared. I had no weapons or nothing. Besides, yeah. if I had it, I wouldn't want to use it. And I could not. Uh, <laughs> I did not dissect any of this. I did not understand what's going on. But I knew that there was a war in the streets. But the area that I was going, I don't remember that there was no activity at all. Now, now uh, I had a fear of God in me. Right, right. Now a lot of that stuff happened more downtown. You were in Oak Park, which is just yes. right. I mean, it's right there. I mean, you were you lived just off Eight Mile, right? I don't remember where we lived. Because Oak Park, I know that it borders, it butts up right to it, and then uh, and then you guys flew the coop a couple a couple years later and went to the suburbs. You, yeah. You, you were part of the white flight. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's. Which, that's true you know 
Dad, uh, Dad, I got one more question for you. It's, sure. Uh, John writes, Dear Meathead, do you think Eric should get back into radio or keep doing the podcast? What do you think, Dad? I really think Eric should get into the radio. Okay. Uh, but, but then again, it's his choice, and he's been in this business for many, many years. And he has ups, he had ups and downs, and he's he overcame all of those uh, p- uh, problems, and he made a good, successful situation out of it. And at this point, I don't know. I, I really have to find out what he has in his mind. I think he's he's very excited and happy about doing what he's doing, and in this business, that's what it needs: uh, excitement. Well, so. well, Dad, there's no question. I I, I enjoy it, uh, whether I'm at the radio station or here, um, and I don't know what ultimately will happen. You know, I think would be the ideal thing if I could do a radio show and then come home and do this too. Can you imagine if we were able to pull off both of them? That'd be great. But then again, what damage does it do to you as far as your mind is concerned and the working hours yes. and so forth? Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. There's no question that that is, uh, that is a real thing because it's uh, still trying to build this thing, you know. I've only, and then this is a stressful job. Right, right. You know, you constantly are looking for material to inform the public what they're doing, what's going on. So I worry about that. Aww. Hey, but then again, you're uh, you're doing it, and you're happy with it. I believe you are. Yeah, yeah, I am. You know, I mean, ultimately, it's a matter of can I feed my family. That's that's, that's really what it boils thing. down to. That's the most important thing. Can I feed my family? Have you ever had a job that you uh, hated, Dad? That you just couldn't stand? Well, I had so many jobs when I was a young man in this uh, country. Uh, my God, cleaning carpeting was the worst thing I could have done. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, we had a factory that I worked in for $1 an hour, and uh, they bring the carpet, we pick up the carpeting from people's homes and bring it in here. These are, the most popular carpeting was eight by 10. Okay, so. Spread them out on the ground, on the floor, and then we hose them down and soap it. We have a, what they call, a, I, I don't remember what they call them, it's a, uh, it goes around and around and then scrubs it and then you got the handle on it. Uh-huh. So and, uh, okay. scrubber. So these are uh, rugs as a These are carpeting. They're it's carpeting. Big carpet. Eight by ten and then we used to get like twenty by twenty, which means we had to cut that in half because it would not fit in the area and do it one half at a time and then re sew it together. Yeah. That was a heck of a job. Holy cow. So was that, was, was that, uh, was that line of work, did that uh, make you a carpet muncher? A carpet what? <laughs> so is that called a carpet muncher? I never heard of the uh, Oh, the I, phrase. never no, mind. You're doing carpet washer. Oh, okay. I thought that that was, I, I don't know why I thought that. I thought that, that was a term that they used for it. But, uh, oh, and then there's about four of us in a plant. And then when we wash them and dry them up, and there's a huge railing that you put them in between. Yeah. There's a two ra- railing that thing turns around and then takes all the yeah. water out of that. Okay. And it goes into dryer room. Oh my the dryer God. room, we take it up and nail them to a board all the way across. That was like 25 foot wide board, yeah. and then uh, elevated uh, all the way up, and then yeah, yeah. 
when the place is full, we turn the heat on to for 24 hours for the carpeting to dry up. Okay, so how did you like end up just walking out with eight bucks in your hand after one day, or day? How long did you work at this place? I worked there about six, seven months. No, what had happened is the guy had a the, one of the owners had a. a, a 1941 or 40 something Buick. I mean, it was a wreck. Yeah. He sold it to me for uh, $50. Okay. okay. I was supposed to give him $5 a week. <laughs> uh, third day, I wrecked it. <laughs> he just three. <laughs> I left the damn thing right there. Oh. And never went back to work never, and all that. You never and, paid and the guy. His car was. So you <laughs> just left the car. You stranded the car, quit the yeah. job, and never paid. I, I didn't know about the stoplight. That ah, you know, a stop ah. sign that you got to stop. <laughs> so so you, I crossed it, and there's two girls driving this car. Side swipe me, the driver's side. Oh. But I managed to get out and then uh, left the car right there and walked the hell out of there. Wait a minute. You mean you weren't aware of how traffic lights worked? There wasn't a light. There was a stop sign. Oh, okay. So you didn't know how stop signs worked? No, I didn't know they had a stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> and this poor kid, two, two girls, uh, nobody got hurt except and the cars. So you get out of the car and you, you just walk home? I ran away for a while and then waited for a bus. And I had about 80 cents in my pocket. What? And uh, buses were... No, 20 cents or something. So, okay, in one instance, you end up uh, hit and run. You end up uh, quitting the job, and you ended yeah. up welching on what you owed to the former boss, all because you ran the stop sign. Right. It's a miracle you're alive. You know that? Yes. yes. <laughs> I called him up. I said, your car is in so-and-so place. It's all wrecked up. Oh, you, you called and the guy then, and told and him? I went dead ahead. There's a tree that on the other side of the road. Yeah. And uh, kind of the front end went up a little bit in the air. Yeah. And he got hung up right there. It blocked the whole lane. Holy crap. You were probably talked about in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the car was not even registered in my name. It was still in the owner's name. Oh, this is great. Holy cow. <laughs> you know, jo- Joanne, is this the first time you've heard this one? Yeah. Right oh now. my god i can't believe she walked out on this story that was a great oh, I, great thing. I never told him this oh that's awesome that is a classic oh. all right dad well i tell you what we're gonna cut this short uh, not short it actually went uh pretty yeah, pretty pretty, yeah, pretty well yeah we did a lot of time this time dad you've uh you never uh fail to amaze and uh you're always a great source of uh entertainment we uh we love you and your storytelling all right I appreciate you saying that, and thank you so much. And your uh, and your stories and your uh, and your opinions. I mean, that's why we do this, you know. Okay. All right. I love you. Say hello to the family, and we'll talk to you at the next session. All right, Dad. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Have oh. a wonderful day. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Bye now. Pause in the action on Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast, where, of course, uh, I'm also on uh, Facebook and X and uh, Facebook and Twitch, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I have a YouTube channel as well. 
I don't really talk about it that much, but uh, follow me on those. I appreciate that. Buy t-shirts at ericsingshow.com or mugs or whatever the hell you want. And, of course, I'm on Cameo, cameo.com uh, slash Eric Zane. If you want to hire me on Cameo, it's 20 bucks. Now, Joe Martinez is an absolute legend. This show dropping on Thanksgiving. He, by the way, if you uh, are listening to this, you probably can tell the energy level is different because it's like 1045 at night on Wednesday night when I'm doing this. Typically, uh, my energy is different. It's, 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 it's quicker. It's stronger. I'm, I'm at the end of the day. God, I, I can hear it. It's bugging me. Uh, Joe Martinez is the man. He's going to the Michigan game Saturday to watch Michigan beat Ohio State. And then he's going to brag and rub it in my face over and over again, even after they cheated their asses off. Uh, but anyway, there's still plenty of time. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. There's You only have till December 1 to schedule uh, your furnace tune-up for free. This is the best damn deal ever. It costs you know, 79 bucks after December 1. But the way you do it now is you just call Joe and book him. He shows up at your house. He tunes up your furnace. He cleans it, uh, checks it for any type of uh, safety issues, carbon monoxide and what. And then he leaves. That's it. He's gone like a thief of the night. And uh, you don't have to like pay him and then turn in a receipt to DTE to get it for free. He just does it for you. How about that? And then you've got a uh, heating and cooling guy forever and ever. 616-516-8579. Hire Senor Martinez today. I also want to uh, mention my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. So fantastic. Uh, smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. You can find them online at ervines, ervines.com. Uh, when you're getting your vehicle serviced, you get a free loaner car if you choose to kind of uh, get you to and from work. 616-532-6600. Or find them again online at ervines.com. That is the scene of the great food giveaway. Coming up on Thursday, the 21st of December. It's also the scene of where uh, Hurricane Ashley decided to wash a puppy dog in the sink. What the hell is wrong with you, woman? Okay. Uh, On to more of Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, um, getting to the thing that I've been looking forward to talking to, talking about, uh, talking to you about, boy, I don't know what my problem is, is Joe Biden. So um, I actually heard about this story when I was um, doing the uh, board hopping duties. And if you're wondering what board hopping means, that means I go to um, iHeart Grand Rapids and there's programming on the air and they need a person to run the board, push buttons, turn on the commercials. Um, and it's, it's not a glamorous job by any means, but it is so very, very important. And so I'm getting trained how to be the board op when the main guy goes for vacation um and specifically i would be board hopping the sean hannity show which is obviously a super conservative talk show host and uh so i i if sean hannity is talking about it i traditionally am not i'm not really interested in that type of discussion however i did hear something that he spent a lot of time talking about and that was the audio from the iowa town hall meeting where um, 
former vice president and now candidate Biden was. So he's speaking to a packed room of like a uh, hundred people. And these are all people that support him for the most part. And there's like a big Biden um, for president sign. And it says no malarkey, which is a Joe Bidenism. So, you know, it's got all the markings of a, of the home field advantage. Well, a gentleman, uh, a local, this uh, r- rather rotund, rather dumb man who believes everything he sees on TV stands up to kind of call out uh, Joe Biden about something. And he's trying to do it nicely, but it doesn't go over well with Biden. He doesn't like that the man said it. And he, in fact, calls the guy a liar. He actually calls him a, excuse me. He goes, you're a damn liar. And I'm going to play it for you in a second. Um, and then the guy is, he, I think he's a little sheepish, but he tries to challenge Biden on this thing. And it's all about what he, and it's hard to hear. But so I'll tell you what he says in the first place. The guy's like, look, uh, we, he says, we all know Trump did this with the Russians, which he believes that. I have no idea. Uh, and, and so these, you know, everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then he says, but you did also something uh, pretty weird where you got your son a job in Ukraine with this energy company. Now, that's what pissed Biden off. And he looks at this guy. He goes, you're a damn liar. And then somehow Biden starts talking about like uh, uh, physical challenges. He like challenges the guy to a push-up contest somehow. And then in true Biden fashion, I think the word got into his brain because he's looking at this fat ass. And instead of saying, look, man, or look, sir, he goes, look, fat. He said, look, fat. Holy shit. And when he said it, there's all these school kids in there. You see their eyes light up and they all look at each other like, holy shit. (laughs) Joe Biden just said, look fat to that fat guy. (laughs) And it was so funny. And this is why I'm telling you, if you are a Democrat and you're going to vote in the primary, please, please, for the love of God, vote for Joe Biden. We need a Biden v. Trump uh, uh, fantasy uh, uh, election. We need this to happen. This is going to be awesome because you got loudmouth Trump spewing shit all the time, and Biden is just ridiculously gaffing all over the place. He called the guy fat to his face in a weird way. Here you go. I've got several examples. I've got the full clip right here. Uh, a dude, moron, fat guy is hard to hear, but he's basically saying what I told you, he said. Um, so here you go. I got a question I want you to answer. We all know Trump uh, has been messing around with Ukraine over there, holding their foreign aid for them to come up, saying it's an investigation. We don't want to He's, he's, uh, back, but, we'll that. but you, on the other hand, sent your son over there. He came to job and worked for a gas company, but he had no experience with gas or nothing. In order to get access to the, to the president, so 
you're you're selling assets to the president just like he is. So you got a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. Call no one has ever that. I see no. it on the TV. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and 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 no, let, 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 let him go. Let him go. Okay, he's talking about, guy says, I saw it on the TV, and then Biden goes, that's why I'm not sedentary. I don't know if he's trying to say, I get up and turns, turn the channel. Is that what he's doing? I'm not sure. I don't understand how he got into this push-up contest. Is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take my pizza. And then everyone's like, yeah, push-up contest. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Number two. Number two. No one has said my son has done anything wrong and I did not on any occasion and no one has ever said it not once okay now we're getting to the part that I talked to you about when he looks at the guy and says look fat here it's coming we're doing anything wrong you said I set up my son to work in an oil company isn't that what you said get your word straight Jack that's but I you're on the on MSNBC you don't hear that on MSNBC you did not hear that at all what you heard look Okay, I'm not going to get in an argument you, man. No, no, I don't want to. Well, yeah, you do, but, uh, but look, fat, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. There was. It looks, it looks like you called him fat. He said, look fat. Oh. All right, all right, now, now, they're all reacting because stupid guy who sounds like Stephen Avery said, uh, accused him of not, of not having a backbone. And everyone's like, oh, shit, no, you didn't, you didn't just say that about Joe Biden. <laughs> So that's it. Let him talk. Let him talk. And then Biden says, any other questions? So Biden doesn't like that. Now, Biden handled that terribly. You know, he could have actually, you know, won that guy over, talked him down without uh, acting like an asshole. First of all, calling the guy a damn liar. And then uh, and then refers to him as Jack. Well, whatever. I don't give a shit. Who cares? If that's how Biden talks, that's how Biden talks. I, I don't give a shit. Trump talks like an asshole all the time. Who cares? But... The fact that he said, and what's funny is he said, look fat. And I don't think he meant to say, look fat. I think he was looking at a fat guy and it was just in his brain. And that's what he does all the time. So he said, look fat. I'd be like, if I looked at Stu, if I'm talking to Stu, and instead of saying, look, Stu, I said, look, child rapist. That would, <laughs> that would be, that would be all that, that, you know, you see what I'm saying there? Uh, th- this is another version of that. But look, fat, look, here's the deal. Look, look, fat, here's the deal. But look, fat, look, here's the deal. <laughs> and when and when you see it... But look, fat, look, here's the deal. When I post that, okay, I'm going to post this in the comments so you can see for yourself what the fuck I'm talking about because of those kids. They're in the background. They're in the corner of the room. They all go, oh, you just called him fat. Oh, my God. Look, fat. Look fat. Look fat. 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 Look fat. Look, look fat. Look, here's the deal. We need Joe Biden. Vote Biden. All you people that are going to vote in the in the primary, you must. You must vote for him. 
We, the country needs an election that features these two knuckleheads. For entertainment purposes, that's what we need. Holy shit. Look, look, here's the deal. Oh, man. If I had somebody running drops, this would be a drop all the time. Look, fat. I would, I would, it would be, I'd be working it in. Hey, hey, John and Jenison. Look, fat. Hey, how are you? Look, fat. Oh, man, that is awesome. Sorry, John. Collateral damage. And a pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Frank Fuss is one of my favorite people in the world, and I want you to take advantage of this. You know, a lot of times when you have a sponsor, you, they, you want them to buy something, and that's true. I mean, I do that. I want you to buy a basketball ticket, or I want you to get a mortgage from Mario. But Frank's special because he's going to help you, and you don't pay him. Damn it. This is awesome. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. When he gets you into a policy, these insurance companies uh, who have great policies pay him. So you get the expertise and the knowledge for things like uh, life insurance. Well, any type of insurance, uh, Medicare, Social Security, Obamacare, and then he gets paid by the insurance companies. His expertise has been utilized by this family. Uh, this is our fourth year. If you are uh, trying to navigate Obamacare on your own, don't do it. Don't do it. It's uh, you. you it, there's a lot to screw up there. And if you do, you're going to hate your life. Have Frank do it for you and mention EZ. To get a uh, meeting with Frank, go to his website. That is uh, buy insurancehere.com B-U-Y insurancehere.com and uh, fill out the form and he'll get back a hold of you ASAP there's a spot there that says hey how did you hear about me and uh, there's my name so highlight that and off you go thank you so much okay on to more of not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast okay we've got a little uh, personnel uh, issue here in the household as uh uh, kind of like to um, tell you these things from time to time. Um, since late July, we've had um, uh, the dynamic here in the Eric Zane Show podcast household where uh, Diana's brother, Kevin, lives here. And uh, I've, I've given you the background of no filter Kevin. And um, it, it's always worth repeating, though. This this happens because of, well, you know what? I, I, I'm not a physician. I, I don't know why Kevin has such a short fuse. I don't know. I know that um, he does have a short fuse, and uh, and it's always ugly when that fuse lights. And I know that um, there is an unbelievable amount of overreaction for even the simplest of things. So if you ask him, hey, did the Tigers blow that lead? He's going to tell you in the most animated, exaggerated way, complete with elaborate um, hand gestures and contorted face and swear words. It, it makes me uncomfortable thinking about it. It makes me uncomfortable doing the impression of it for you on the camera, but I will. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the Tigers blew that lead. Yes, they did. They gave up one, two, three fucking motherfucking runs. Okay. It's like that. Okay, so um, 
And then you're just sitting there looking and it's awkward and you're, you're just like, oh, and um, it doesn't really resonate with him that that's way it doesn't match with the question. It's not it's never appropriate ever. So um, now I. I have wrapped my mind around the idea that extreme patience is needed here. If I don't have extreme patience, I will be busting his balls about everything he says. And if I do that, it's going to make for a disturbingly terrible household. So everything slides with me. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. And it's like, I, uh, that's the only way this is going to work because, um, I honestly don't think he can help it. And so I just let it go. So, but that doesn't mean I can't tell you about it because it's, well, it's just ridiculous. But this was the dynamic yesterday, two days ago. And uh, I'm getting ready to take the dogs for a walk. And Diana isn't home right after school. She decided to... um, I don't know, do a ship shop or something like that. And now I don't know this, but apparently a, a conversation had taken place between Diana and her brother. And it was about get, uh, get, buying a Christmas tree off someone on Facebook marketplace. And it was just kind of, uh, thrown out. It wasn't for sure. There was nothing definitive in it. And, and, uh, and, and then Kevin said, well, I'll go with y'all. I'll help you pay for it. He loves doing that. Okay, cool. But nothing was set in stone. Not a thing. Now, I don't know any of this. None. And I'm getting the dogs ready to go. And he goes, hey, we're, we're, we're ready. He's got like a, his, his accent is, uh, is, is somewhat Southern. I mean, he was, uh, his, his parents spoke with a very thick accent. And so it, it rubbed off on him, even though he's lived in Michigan his whole life. Hey, we're, we're ready. That's what uh, Diana's known as when she was growing up. Ready. We're ready. Um, yeah, I think she did a, uh, a, a ship shop. Oh, she was going to go get that Christmas tree. And uh, I, that to me, I don't know what any of that means. So I go, and I, I didn't really understand him. I go, and so I was confused. I go, I'm sorry, what's up? Now, this is where it gets weird. Because his fuse then burns because I don't know what he's talking about. And he's now going to tell me just like this, right to my face. She told me she was going to get a Christmas tree. Now, um, the ghetto side of me wanted to stick my foot so far up his ass that my shoe, you can see the shoe in the back of his throat. I just wanted to stomp him. And uh, I'm like, motherfucker. And so I'm just looking at him going, oh. But I, I, I kept it together. I did what I was supposed to do. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll have her give you a call or something. I don't know. 
got the hell out of there. I'm like, oh my god. Deep breath. Breathe in. I mean, what what would you do if that were you? You would you would probably say something, but it's it's just so much easier this way, and it's it's entertainment. I mean, and I can have something to talk about with you, so we can we can experience this together. Eric, you better hope he never ever hears anything about this. He's completely unplugged. He's living in like 1972. There's no way he is he's an island. Put him on an island, guy. So this was my day yesterday. I was going to get to this early on, but we got derailed. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but, uh, you look at your online banking and then you see all these freaking chargers and you're like, fuck, what are we doing here? Why do we have to pay $90 for coffee? So right away I start, I start, uh, going through it. I'm like, what, who, who just drops 90 bucks on coffee? She goes, well, that's every other month. This is the queen of the forest. That's every other month that we have to do that. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I know. I know it is. But I, I mean, I spend, you know what it is? It's K-Cups. K-Cups are uh, seriously a, a, a real financial burden on the world. K-Cups are so unbelievably overpriced. If you broke that down to the amount of money you spend on an actual cup of coffee, if you get it through a K-Cup, it's like 10 times the amount. Okay. Uh, they always say, make your coffee at home. You'll save money. Nah, not if you use a damn K-Cup. Uh, I do the, the uh, you, there's like a single serving thing and you actually take the coffee and you spoon it into there. That's how you do it. Or make a pot of coffee. No, we like our flavored coffee. Shit. So, all right. They spend a damn arm and a leg. Diana and the kids. Well, Di- I, I, Cheetah, I do. Spends an arm and a leg on freaking coffee. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm looking at all these things and none of these charges are my fault. Okay. I go, what is this? Oh, well, that's that's that. And I look, and there's a charge that says $260 to, to uh, Jostens. These are the people that make, like, class rings. And I go, what is this? Oh, yeah, uh, we had to order that uh, for graduation for uh, Madison. And I'm like, we order it now? I mean, this, the school year hasn't even started, or it's just started. And uh, she's like, uh, yeah, we have to order it now. That's the cheapest package. I go, well, what is the package? Oh, cap gown invitations i'm like why why don't we just use jackies whatever happened to hand-me-downs when i was growing up you know i was wearing jeans that were like 30 years old because of hand-me-downs why does everything have to be brand fucking new so i'm like son of a bitch 260 dollars for this shit yeah oh my god what about this oh yeah well that's uh that's that's something else and i'm like well what is this recurring charge for empowered? What is this? $27. Dinah says, I don't know. I go, well, you got to know. I mean, I, okay, here's mine. Spotify, $9. Big deal. Tax write-off. What is, what is empowered? She goes, I have no idea what that is. I go, well, we've been through this before. You know, this is the type of thing that, you know, we end up uh, trying to track it down and then we end up calling the bank and then uh, two minutes into the phone call with the bank, we go, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I need that. Have you ever done that? So uh, we look it up and uh, it's it's like online coaching and, oh, I don't know. It's it's like I, I think you sign up for this and they and, and they like help you get in shape or some shit like that and and send you recipes 
And I'm like, we haven't done this. How long have we been paying for this? How the fuck does this even happen? I look it up. For the last three months, $27 has come out of our bank account for something that we have, we've never, ever heard of it. So I'm right away suspicious of Diana because it's just, I don't know why. It just seems like something she would do because she's really inept and on a technological level. And I'm like, but there's, and she goes, I, have, I swear to God, Eric, I have never heard of this. And I go, well, you know, uh, okay. So we call and uh, call the bank and I, I call and I, I get a hold of uh, fraud protection. And at the same time, um, I call this number that is on the uh, bank statement. It's a 1-800 number for this Empowered. And it says, hi, this is so-and-so from Empowered. In fact, I'm going to play this. This is important to note because when you call, um, the lady who's behind it is the voice on this message. And she says, if you have a billing question, reach out to uh, um, so-and-so at joinempowered.com. Okay, so... It's at join empowered. So J O I N E M P O W E R E D dot com. Well, instead of spelling that out, she spells it out, but she spells it out wrong. She actually spelled the wrong thing. Listen to this shit. Hey, this is Kate from Empowered, and I want to personally take this time to thank you for purchasing one of my programs. You're going to love how great it feels to take charge of your health and transform your body and your confidence. For all billing and technical support, please email us at support at joinempowered.com. Join Empowered. That's support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T uh-huh. at J O I N. E D what E M P O W E R E D dot com. Okay, she says support at join empowered, but spells out support at joined empowered. So I'm like, well, wait a minute, what is it? So I send the email to support at joined empowered dot com. Send comes back. This isn't a, it says, this is wrong. You, you've sent it to, this doesn't exist. So I'm like, well, she spelled, that's so fucking stupid. So I then send it to support at join empowered, which is not what she spelled out. And it's correct. And I go, Hey, I don't know what this is. Uh, my name is this. My wife's name is, uh, is Diana's Diana. And, uh, can you, and while I'm on the phone with the bank for fraud, uh, it, it, the investigation, I get an email back and says, yeah, your wife signed up for this. We've been collecting money. It's, it's good. Yeah. This, this, uh, she signed up for a free seven days and didn't cancel. So, uh, yeah, then, uh, you know, the, uh, details say we, uh, go ahead and charge your card and Diana, I believe her. I do believe her. She, um, uh, she says, Eric, I have no interest in any of this. Okay. I, I'm not, if I'm going to ever work out, I'll just do the beach body thing. I'll do the P90X or whatever, or take a walk. I, I, I'm not interested in this. I didn't accidentally give them my credit card. I go, okay. So I uh, get on the phone with the bank and I'm talking to them and they say, they ask you a few questions. They cancel it. They, uh, they get the money back. I get the money back. And, uh, and then they, they wipe out the card. The card is now dead. We have to get a new card. It's a huge pain in the ass. And I'm like, how I mean, I very, 
In this day and age, you know what uh, scammers do is they count on you not looking at your statement online. They're counting on you of just letting it go on autopilot because back in the day when you didn't have that, you would always be looking at shit. Fraud never happened on this level because everything's done with uh, with like like hard copies and the end of the month, you got to reconcile the thing, balance it, balance your checkbook. Remember how to do that? You don't have to do that shit anymore. Oh my God, what a pain in the ass. So uh, they ended up wiping it out. We get the money back. But man, that was uh, that was pissing me off. And that's why I was late on Instagram instant trivia uh, for yesterday. But it ended up working out, man. Seriously. I've never really been a victim of fraud up until then. And this one was kind of weird because I'm not really sure exactly how it even happened in the first place. But time out on the field. Pause in the action. Easy here. You have not the best of the Eric Zancho podcast. Tomorrow is Black Friday, and the Grand Rapids Gold have an amazing sale. Half off all tickets. So you've been thinking, you know what? Easy's been talking about these uh, gold games. I want to check them out. For Black Friday only, they're half off. So, I mean, go big. Uh, Buy the courtside. There is nothing like a basketball game courtside. Uh, G League basketball is fantastic, and you will love it. And uh, I want to see you there. Don't be a stranger. Tap me on the shoulder when I'm at the scorer's table, please. Uh, Go to GrandRapidsGold.com for more information. Black Friday sale, half off tickets, Friday. And the next home game is Saturday, the day after. So, I mean, if you want, you can get the tickets for the Saturday game and see me there. Uh, On Thursdays and Fridays, they have $2 beers and $2 dogs. They wanted to uh, one-up the Griffins, and they did. I'm telling you, man, the gold are coming on strong. That uh, last home game with Red Panda, even though she bombed, uh, was a near sellout. Very, very cool. Uh, GrandRapidsGold.com. Go see the gold in action. All right. On to more of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay. Update on this story. Who uh, this? This is the pastor who apparently was uh, peed on the chick on the airplane. Listen to this. With all the details we're learning, not only was that pastor under the influence of a sleep aid, he also blew a .17 after being detained following that flight. Now he could face charges. This is the official charging document obtained by Fox 2, laying out the bizarre behavior of a pastor on board a Delta flight earlier this month, where he urinated all over a female passenger. Now that it's public record, the pastor is Daniel Chalmers, a successful religious leader in Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's an excerpt of his teachings for purchase, claiming he healed a blind man. I started praying and I started putting my fingers up and he... He was healed. Chalmers uh, was on board the red eye from Las Vegas great. to Detroit when he awesome. allegedly walked to the back of the plane and urinated on a Detroit woman, Alicia Beverly. It started to get warm on this side of me. Ironically, there was an off-duty Detroit Metro Airport officer on board who intervened right away. I jumped up and I seen his private area out, so I screamed and that woke everybody on the plane up. 
By the time I actually looked at him and I see him shaking himself off, I'm like, this man just peed on me. Oh when the plane landed in Detroit, Chalmers was detained and given a breathalyzer showing a blood alcohol content of 0.17. He claimed he only had two drinks before boarding and an ambient. He apparently doesn't recall urinating on anyone. Alicia says she's traumatized. I left work yesterday because I couldn't stay, but I had to tell him why I needed to leave. Oh, come on now. That's that's ridiculous. It was a lot like my anxiety was really bad. Like, I literally since then I probably only got maybe like four hours of sleep. Chalmers released a statement. It says in part, I want to sincerely apologize for my actions on this overnight flight. I took an Ambien for the first time to sleep well on my flight and had a terrible reaction. I am so sorry how this affected everyone on this flight and especially one lady passenger in particular. Uh -huh. Chalmers was ticketed for simple assault. That's basically a court summons to appear in court back in Detroit. That date has not yet been set. Jessica Dupnak, Fox 2 News. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's all I needed. Uh, as soon as you see who the guy is and where he is, uh, let's reach out. And I, I, I was sitting around here yesterday, and I looked up Love Wins Ministries in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, it, it said closed, not open. So, uh, all right, I'm going to call it anyway. And it threw me off because this lady picks up the phone and, uh, and, and it isn't, she doesn't say love wins ministries. This is so-and-so. How can I help you? She says, hello. And that really threw me off. But here you go. This is how it went. Hello. Oh, hi. Is this Love Wins Ministries? Oh, yes. Oh, hey. I'm sorry. I was thrown off. I didn't expect anybody to say hello. I thought it was, I, I, I thought I was calling someone's house there. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, my name is Eric Zane, and I host the Eric Zane Show podcast, and I had a couple questions about um, Pastor Chalmers. Is this is this lo this is Love Wins Ministries, right? Hello. Yes. Oh, it is. It is. Yes. Okay. Um, is so. Uh, is is Pastor Chalmers there? Oh, there's no nobody here by that name. Okay. Um, am I? Uh, let me make sure I'm getting this right. Two nine one nine two six three. Had to take that out. Of. Um, let's see. Are you in Raleigh, North Carolina? Yes. Okay. The, then this is the right place. Okay. I got it. So, all right. You're kind of just like saying that he's not there, but he really, he, th this is the place where it's him. I mean, it's kind of a big story. I mean, we don't need to be silly about it. I understand that he, no, had... uh -uh. yeah. So, um, does he, does he, uh, I, I heard that unbelievable story. Now he has the ability to cure people. I know that he healed a blind man once. Isn't that right? I don't know. Okay. So are you, is this like the, uh, are you one of the staff members or what's, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just a little confused. That's volunteer. Oh, okay. One of the volunteers. I got you. So, um, pastor Chalmers, do you see him on a regular basis? No. Okay. All right. So he is, he, this is the place where Pastor Chalmers is. Um, okay. Is anyone else there I can talk to maybe? No. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Uh, what do you do? One of the uh, uh, helpers, maybe help with the charities or things like that? Or the grifting? No. Uh-huh. Okay. No. All right. Now, when is the best time to reach Pastor Chalmers? I don't know. Okay, boy, uh, wow, they don't they don't give you a lot of information to to uh, work with there. No, no, okay, no problem. Um, did you hear the story about Pastor Chalmers and uh, when he when he went tinkle on the airplane on that lady passenger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that uh, is it. Uh, wow, what it now? Now I don't want you to say anything to give it away in case there's anybody there who's hearing you speak. No, I don't know. So I don't no. want to get you in trouble, but that was—I bet that was quite a story when you heard that he—that he whipped it out right there on the plane and just, you know, yeah, did that. So did, is he known to do that? Have you have you ever seen the past? I, I don't know. I, I don't you, even know. Right? You okay? That's that's code. He does, doesn't he? He's constantly whipping it out. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you guys, I want you to be safe there and uh, and and be on the lookout because I think this. I think this guy is really into golden showers, so be careful, okay? okay. <laughs> He's probably got a glory hole. You know? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't want to okay. get you in any trouble. You just hang up and finish the day's work, and then off you go. Thank you so much, okay? Okay. okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, now, listening back to that, I'm under the impression that while I was talking to that person, and I don't know if that was a dude or a chick, that the guy, that the Pastor Chalmers is was standing right there. Like, he, he was probably standing there right there with his dick hanging out during that entire thing um, because of how she was like, oh, yeah, or she or he was like, oh, yeah, and then starts laughing under underneath the breath. Oh, my God. Pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast to mention the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. How about this? Excuse me. Mario's been with me from uh, nearly the beginning. Okay. And uh, he's just an absolute saint. Him and his crew are all over the United States. Every time you turn around, uh, there's a new branch Okay, Van Dyke Mortgage everywhere. And Mario can help you no matter what state you are in, in, uh, in, in. Why did I say that? No matter what state you are in. I'm tired, sorry. Uh, maybe you need to get some uh, some cash out of your home. You've lived in it for a while. Right now, the, uh, your, your home's value has just been skyrocketing. Holy shit. My God. And uh, let's say you need some repairs. Uh, maybe a uh, new kitchen, new bathroom. My God damn it. How am I going to pay for this? Well, I mean, Jesus, just get it out of your home. Blend it in with your principal over how many years. You'll barely even notice it. And then you're living uh, with a brand new kitchen and bath and your wife is so happy. She might even let you do anal. Uh, <laughs> reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage today. I wonder if Mario ever hears these when I say, yeah. Uh, get a loan from Mario Get or get a mortgage or uh, money out of your home from Mario and your wife will let you do anal. God damn, that's fantastic. Anyway, call Mario and, and uh, rat me out that I was working in anal sex into the ad read. 231-332-6505 today for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. On to more. 
of Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Problem in the middle of the night last night. I told myself when this happened, don't say anything. Don't say anything. It's the middle of the night. She's sound asleep. Well, she kind of was. Uh, don't don't address this. There was a voice in my head saying, ignore it. Do not bring this up to her right now. This is a terrible idea if you do this. And uh, did I listen to that voice? No, not a bit. This is horrible. I cannot believe that this happened. And, and I can't believe that it just popped into my brain. So Diana has been having a horrible time with her right shoulder. I've detailed this. She can't even do anything. I mean, like the arm only, it, it, the uh, range of motion is, is very limited, and it is incredible pain if she even gets close to the end of that range of motion, okay? And uh, it's it reminds us of something that happened years ago, that frozen shoulder, which I've detailed before. It, for some reason, the thing just stops working, and they... Um, it, the body produces a, uh, a large amount of like scar tissue and uh, limits the mobility because it's all in there. They have to go in and do a forced manipulation of it, which sounds insane. Um, they, they knock you out and then they go. And uh, then your, your shoulder makes a noise similar to what that uh, MMA fighter uh, probably made the other night when he, when he kicked the dude. Um, and then they send you on your way and you start rehab and they bust up all the scar tissue. The joint itself can move. It's not damaged. It just has scar tissue. That's and it's just really, really wonky. So they don't know for sure the problem here. So uh, first they tried rehab. That didn't work. And it, it always drives me crazy. I'm like, well, I'll just do an MRI, pay for uh, have insurance, pay for the M. Oh, no, no. We'd like to try this first. And it's, ah, great. So that didn't work. Um. Then they did the MRI, and uh, this is through an orthopedic. And um, today is the day that Diana finds out what they found in the MRI. They will find out today if it is frozen shoulder. And they even brought up, and I've mentioned this before, that it could be arthritis. And if that is the case, the shoulder shot. You, I mean, uh, what happens there is, you know, like it's like a ball your shoulder joint and uh, and it it fits into like a socket, okay, and it kind of rotates uh, rotates around in there. Well, on the end of the bone on the ball there is this uh, um, fibrous uh, meniscus material, okay, and uh, and that's so that it it operates smoothly. And then, but arthritis that all like gets destroyed and uh, pocked. It looks like the surface of the moon, okay. And it's, it's really rough, and then that's where it like, clicks and pops and cracks, and it's painful, and it uh, continues to deteriorate until one day it's bone-touching bone, and that's a bummer. So if it's arthritis, they, uh, dist- they get rid of the shoulder and put a fake one in there. So, you know, we're hoping that that is not the case, and we're hoping it's just the frozen shoulder. But last night... I had a thought, and it I cannot believe it's taken me this long to think about it. And I got scared. I got scared 
that Diana has cancer. You're like, wait, what? Now, stay with me here. Diana at, uh, I I hate to announce her age, but um, she is 54. And um, yeah, I know she died. She robbed the cradle. She was an ab. She was an old. She was like 22 years old, and I was a freshman in college. And she, the next thing I know, she's sitting on my face, and it was horrible. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I I feel bad about that. I, I just had a notion that Jackie is going to hear this, my daughter, and that's uh, Jackie. Pretend. Don't ever bring up that you heard that stupid joke. Um. So she used to buy beer for me, and uh, and she was much older than me. While freshman Eric in college is just trying to find his way. Um, But the reason why I bring this up is because when Diana's mother was in her late 50s, like 57, 58, she had, uh, hey, my knee hurts. My knee hurts. Oh, my God. And so uh, she goes to the doc and doc says, oh, yeah, it's 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 a, you know, sprain or whatever. And then she's, I don't know, it, it, it feels really strange to me. No, no, that's what it is. So this goes on and on for weeks and weeks. He sends her to rehab. And, and then uh, uh, after, as time passes, she goes to the rehab place. And the, the guy who's doing the rehab, he goes, um, just by touching your knee, there's something structurally different than what I can tell. She goes, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I feel something there. And it's just by his, he's just touching it with his hands. Something is wrong. There is something here that needs to be looked at by a doctor. So she goes back to the doc and he goes, nope, it's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, takes an x-ray. It reveals nothing. Uh, she goes back to the, the uh, rehab place and he's like, no, this, this, I, I demand something further happen. If you want, I'll, so there's a dialogue between the rehab guy and the doctor and the doctor goes, you're crazy. Yeah. 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 Like I'm going to take this shit from a stupid guy who's supposed to teach you exercises. And he's like a real arrogant doctor. I'll never forget it. And so finally we bitched enough. And this doctor said, okay, fine. You can, well, well, I'll let you, I'll refer you to get an MRI. Well, we got the MRI and it's cancer. A enormous, you know, like when you were a kid, you got one of those soft, those little, those little, little tiny souvenir footballs. That's what they describe the the plastic. That's what they just say. Uh, they describe the size of the tumor uh, in her leg, and it was a a rapidly growing tumor called a soft tissue sarcoma in the joint. And um, it uh, since it was detected so late, it was it had uh, really wrapped itself around the sciatic nerve in the back of the leg there. And uh, so that that destroyed the use of the leg and they couldn't really get it all because it was really it was almost like a root system. It was horrible. So then they do uh, all sorts of uh, radiation and chemotherapy. And uh, then it had, of course, metastasized in her lungs. It was an awful, awful thing. It killed her. We uh, we even looked into suing the son of a bitch, and uh, you know how like the the docs don't ever like uh, testify against other docs. Uh, it, it was ugly. Nothing ever came of it. So that was that. So this all popped into my brain last night. That, and I had the now. It's probably not. In fact, I'm ninety nine percent sure. I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure it's not because. 
It has all the symptoms of frozen children. But in my head, I convinced myself this problem. Okay, so you can imagine. Now, it's one thing if I think it. But at 2 in the morning, I'm like, hmm. Don't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut. The doctor's appointment is today. It's not like it's going to do any good if you bring this up right now. So just be quiet. But I'm like, and I'm like flip-flopping in the bed, and I'm anxious. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah, just getting ready to fall right back asleep. No big deal. Oh, okay. I'm rolling, tossing, and turning like five minutes, turns to 15 minutes, turns to half an hour. I'm like, shit. Oh, my God. And the mind is such a, uh, God, why, why, why do our brains do this to us? Why do they, do they try? It's like there's a, something in there that just wants to ruin your day or night. And it's like, hey, asshole. Yeah. It's me again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, my God. She's got so much cancer, it's unbelievable. No, no, she doesn't. Stop it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you know it. And it's all your fault. Mine? First of all, she doesn't. How do you know? Yeah, fuck you. Look, it's everywhere, and it's all your fault because you didn't think of it before. Way to go, asshole. You fucked everything up again. You're such an asshole. No wonder why no one wants to work with you. You're either pissing them off or giving them cancer. This is your fault. She doesn't have cancer. Yeah, so you say, we're going to find out soon enough, and then I'm going to rub your nose in cancer shit, asshole. Fuck you. Sleep good. So I'm like, fuck. I go, honey. And I brought it up. I said, hey, uh, so I'm, I'm worried. Why? About your shoulder. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, what if it's what your your uh, mom had, the soft tissue sarcoma in the knee joint? What it's just manifesting in your shoulder. Have you have you thought of that? And I'm having this discussion at two thirty in the morning. Well, no, I hadn't thought about it. And she she said all the things that I didn't want to hear. And I don't know where I thought that would go. I mean, what what did I what did I expect would happen? Oh, that's good news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's no problem. Yeah. And so all I want, the only reason why I brought it up is because I wanted her to say to me, oh, no, you're silly. But she didn't do that at all. She goes, well, I hadn't thought of that. But now I, and so now she's a fucking wake. Hello. Hi, honey. It's me. Hi. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast. Yeah, I know. What are you doing besides the podcast? Why are you calling me? Well, I was just sharing a story with the audience. Oh, yeah? What do you think it's about? Uh, You scaring me last night? Or worrying me last night? That one? Yeah. Uh, so... I'm still slightly worried, uh, and and are you still worried, or are you not worried at all about what I did? No, I'm well, no, I'm not worried. But you kind of worried me when you were stupid last night. What? 
I don't know what I expected to happen. I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad about that. I mean, it's not... For some reason, I thought that if I brought it up to you, you would just say, ah, no, you're an idiot. Go back to bed. <laughs> I, that's, what, yeah. that's what I was hoping you would say. That's why yeah, I did that. You know, I'm not like that. I get worried easy. Oh, my God. So it's not, right? I mean, you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine now. No, I mean, it's not cancer, is it? No. God. It's just the show, because... Well, you know, if they would have seen something, they would have, they would have called you right away, right? Or unless they, I would have, I would assume they would. I don't know. Oh my god, I'm still really worried oh. about this. Oh my god, yeah, stop. Okay, all right. So you're being stupid. Yeah. So everything. Uh, what time is the appointment? Like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty? You said. Yeah, eleven twenty. Okay. All right. Well, I should probably go to that. No, you don't need to go. I can just tell you what it, what it, no, what no, said. no. What time is it at? No, you can't go because Jackie's going and you can't have more than two people. Well, then I'll wait in the waiting room. No, you're not going. No, I am too going. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm absolutely There's going. no reason for you to go. It's, I can just call you on the way home. Bullshit. It's a free country. What if it, that's, <laughs> uh, you're, there's something really terrible that's happened? I can't. No way. No way. No, I'm, I'm going to, uh, uh, there's, there's no way I can't do this. You can't. And oh wh- well, why, God. why the hell is Jackie going? Cause I told you why she's going because she wants to try and make a sale. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll talk to you more about this when I get done. This is, this is a, I, I cannot believe that that all happened. I got into my own head. Could could you sense that something was wrong? I mean, how did it go on your end? Well, I was kind of asleep, asleep and then you kind of got agitated with me because I was kind of restless. And I said, well, I can't help it. My shoulder hurts all the time. I can't, I can't get comfortable. And then you're like, well, what if it's it's not something bad? Is it like your mom? Like, but, <laughs> first of all, it was my mom's leg, not her shoulder. I know, but I thought soft tissue cell sarcoma can uh, start in any it's similar tissue in the mm-hmm. shoulder joint. That's why I had that problem. Yeah. Can you imagine if they hack off, have to hack off your arm or the shoulder and you go through life like Captain Hook? That would be bad because I'm right-handed. I'd have to learn how to write left-handed and do everything left-handed. Although lately I have been doing most things left-handed. Wow. Right because it hurts. You'd be like my pal, uh, uh, marathoner Henry Hoffman in Grand Rapids. He runs around with one arm. He runs in he a circle. He runs in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. I, I'm, I'm sorry I bothered you. That's okay. Did you hear Daisy? She decided to stay down here with me. Yeah, I can, now I can hear her snoring. I can hear her snoring. Yeah. Okay. What's, okay. what's Kevy doing? Watching the news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I love you. All right. I'll okay. see you soon. Okay. So All right. Bye. I haven't even dared look at the comments yet. They're all going to say, you asshole. Way to go. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to have an episode of uh, this same deal, Not the Best of. For Friday the 24th, 
and then back with fresh shows on Monday uh, thereafter. Now, on Patreon, you're going to love this. Uh, Something to listen to while I'm away. If you know, you know. But if you try out Patreon for seven days free, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, you are going to love uh, the something to listen to while I'm away on Patreon. I have a whole collection of these. There's a, a great spot on my Patreon site that if you hit collections, everything's broken down by their category. It makes it very easy to access. And I've got now 17 episodes of something to listen to while I'm away. Again, if you know, you know. Otherwise, thank you, folks. I will talk to you very, very soon. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.